All righty. All right. Praise God. Love you guys. Now, repeat after me. I love, I love my, pastor. my pastor. Okay. Just want to get that out there now. Just want to get that out there right now. Just in case, you know. Today I want to talk about some things that people get a little touchy about. I want to talk about hearts. The title of this message is Heart Murmurs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, right? Listen, remember, every time I preach something, I have to prepare the thing. And when I'm preparing the thing, the Lord's dealing with me. So don't think that I get off free. I probably get a double dose. Here's, and here's the thing. You know, I want to talk about heart murmurs. I want to talk about heart murmurs in the natural for a minute. Now, many people in life, they're born with them. Sometimes they develop. But many people have heart murmurs that they don't know it. Um, and what is a heart murmur? It's, it's, heart murmur is made by turbulent blood in or near your heart. When valves are open, there's, there's, this, uh, there's like an echo or murmur when they're listening to your heart with a steth stethoscope. Well, many times people have heart, mover, heart murmurs and they don't even know it. But here's the thing. Sometimes heart murmurs do not show up until you're put in a certain position. You may have to lay down or... You may be put under pressure, and all of a sudden, something that isn't quite right in your heart shows up. Can anybody say amen to that? Sometimes, we get put under pressure, and things come out of us that we don't even realize are there. The question is, what we do with that? What do you do with that? Now, many people can live, you know, you can live natural, normal, healthy lives with a heart murmur. The Lord doesn't want you to have a heart murmur. He doesn't want you to have anything wrong with your heart. So he wants to heal some things. Many Christians are walking around with heart murmurs. They may not even realize it. There's turbulence around their heart. When they get put under pressure, all of a sudden this heart murmur, this heart issue shows up. Thank you. I'm not alone. Thank God. <laughs> so what can you do? Here's a couple of things we can do. You can allow the Lord to search your heart and you can repent. And he can heal you, or you can justify it. I've done both. <laughs> I want to start in Psalms 139.23. Be very careful with this scripture verse. Psalms 139.23. Search me, O God. Uh-oh. And know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. I want to talk about that for just a minute. Search me, O oh God. Now listen, when you pray these dangerous prayers, why are you so shocked when he shows up and searches you? And I'm going to tell you something. Searching from the Lord is not always a pleasant institution. It's sometimes it's not all fun and games when all of a sudden he puts something, his finger on something in your heart and you say, ooh, I don't like that. Because guess what? You've got to change something. So that word, search, means to explore. So you're saying, explore me, Lord. And I'm talking about all of me, Lord. You can have everything, but not that little closet. Not that little closet all the junk goes in. You know the one that you throw everything in when somebody's coming over your house to visit? Everything goes in that closet, that door. Stay away from that door. That's not your door. It's locked. I don't want anything to do with that door. No, all. Explore me. Now look at this. Know my heart. Try me. That word try we look at it and, and say, well, that means examine. Well, I did a little bit deeper research. I did not like this. Test metals by melting. 
Woo. There's some heavy fire for melting. Testing metals by melting. Sometimes we're put under into some situations where there's pressure, there's, there's heat. And we're saying, try me, Lord, search me, Lord. And I'm going to tell you, let me give you an example. Anger. I don't know if anybody else struggles with anger, but I do from time to time. You know, I'm not, I'm not a raging, raging lunatic, but I don't know. There might be some times where you see me where, like, he, he's a raging lunatic. <laughs> you know? But I deal with that. But let me tell you something. The minute that I say, Lord, I hate this about me, search me, heal me, deliver me from this, guess what's going to happen next? There's going to be an opportunity come along to get angry. I guarantee you. You know, what? you name it. Deliver me from whatever. Deliver me from so-and-so. And immediately so-and-so shows up everywhere you're at all the time. You can't get out of the sight. Seems like you run into them in the store. The Lord, you, I've delivered from them. I'm just free of them. I don't want anything. There they are in the store. There they are in the drugstore. There they are at the gas station. There they are. There they are. There they are. There they are. Guess what? You get an opportunity to do. Allow God to, you know, you forgive or God to heal you. When pressure comes, what comes out of that heart? Now, and, and, and here's the thing. See, what we're doing, and it says, know my anxieties. Your distresses are uneasy. He knows these things. He does. He takes his stethoscope and starts checking our heart. Don't be shocked when he does it. See, you're going to get opportunities to work on it. Now, here's one that I want to, I want to give everybody a clue. In Psalms 139.24, it says, Tech, know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me the way everlasting. Let me give you a clue. There's wickedness in you. Oh, not me. I'm a born-again Christian. No wicked one. We're wicked people. I mean, come on. We pretty it up and call it other things, but wickedness is wickedness, and we're wicked, and I'm wicked, and you're wicked, and we're wicked, and okay. But we are the righteousness of Christ. Understand. Understand what I'm saying. But there is wickedness in us that we fight and battle and fight and battle and have to cast down and keep out and kick out. I mean, because let me tell you something. In the middle of my rage, in the middle of my anger, it's not righteousness coming out of me at that moment. You know, if I knew I was going to prison for murder, I want to lay my hands suddenly on people sometimes. When their eyeballs, they turn purple and their eyeballs pop out, then I'll stop, maybe. I'm being honest with you. We've got to be real about, because the Lord knows your heart. He's going to search you. And if you say, search me, try me, and he starts pointing things out, what are you going to do with it? Two things you can do. You can repent, or you can justify. And we're really good at justifying. Yeah, but you don't know what they did to me. No, I don't. But does that, does that, so does that make it okay? You know? They looked at me cross-eyed, so I had to take a bat and smack them in the head. Oh, that's justified. No, it's not. But that's our, that's our, our mentality a lot of times. That's our, that's our heart, if you will. And we've got to be very, very careful. We've got to allow the Lord to search our hearts because, folks, we only get one chance. We've got to get this right with our hearts, okay? Because whatever attitude is in our heart, may very well hurt us from helping someone else that's coming in that's got all kinds of problems. And I'm going to, and, and let me use an example, and some people will throw rocks at me for this and some won't. I don't much, much care. If you've got a heart issue with somebody that has a tattoo, 
How are you going to minister to them? You better get rid of that crap because they're coming in with tattoos on them. Sure. And, and that's, just a, that's just one example of many other things that can happen and go on. I'm not talking about, you know, he's looking at the heart of man. My heart, your heart, their heart, his heart, her heart. My thing is, is that I see, you know, I, I watch people that come through the door that don't necessarily know Jesus, but man, they have got a heart. That's what I'm looking for. Now, listen. Do you know, again, that's just one example. There's all kinds of examples. If we can't get our hearts right about that, then when I look at that, then immediately what do I do? Heathen. No good. I'm not dealing with them. Well, guess what? You may see tattooed people in your dreams. There might be tattooed people everywhere you go. If you're going to, because, it, and let, you know, and again, whether you like tattoos, don't like tattoos, tattoos are not the issue. The issue is your heart. Can God forgive? And, and I'm not saying somebody has to be forgiven for getting a tattoo. That's what I'm saying. But God can, can deliver and God can help. And that's what I'm saying. We need to search, allow God to search our hearts. Why? Because, folks, people that are coming through the doors are so hurt and so broken. They need people that have an understanding. I'm not talking about ignoring sin. Please understand what I'm saying. But listen, it seems to me that the Bible is pretty clear about getting the logging camp out of your own eye. <laughs> Before you start looking for that little speck of dust in your brother's eye. And let me tell you what, I, got, I had a whole lot of sticks that I had to get out of my eye. Because immediately, we walk, people walk through the door and immediately they're judged on all this outward stuff. Guess what, when, that, when we die, that outward stuff's going back to dirt. It's just dirt. Some dirt's more pretty than other dirt. Whatever, but it's all dirt. Well, what's your heart? You know? I mean, we've got some college kids, college-age kids. Praise God. You know, you, you guys are 20-somethings, right? 20-somethings in church today is just about a miracle. Yeah. But them college kids, psh, they don't know nothing. They think they're growed, but they're not growed yet. But, you know, come on. You know, if you have a, if you got an attitude towards college kids, come on up. We'll get you delivered. We'll get you free of that. It's the heart. It's the heart. And so, people are going to get messed up. But listen, there's parameters, and God's got some rules, and there's some things that we have to follow. And and I'm not talking about ignoring sin or or, or letting evil just run rampant. We're, we're not going to let run evil run rampant. But what is our heart? That's the thing. Where's your heart? I'll tell you what, if you have a heart for people, God can do mighty, mighty, miraculous things. 
Because he came and died for people. See, so we can do a couple of things. We can repent and allow the Lord to lead. Now, let me, let me finish this. And if there's any wicked way in me, which there is, look, it says, lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me in your ways, Lord. Lead me, and I'll, guess what? If he's going to lead, guess what you got to do? Follow. He's got to follow. You got to follow him. And, and so that's what our heart needs to be. Hey, if there's any wicked, yes, there's wicked. I'm going to follow you in your ways, Lord, because your ways are righteous. Your ways are right. And I'm going to follow you in your ways, doing all I can. And listen, there's a battle too, following his ways. Because I don't know about you. Don't lie now, because you're in church. Not that that matters. <laughs> that's the thing. You're in church. You can't lie in church. It's okay to lie everywhere else, but just not in church. Listen, here's the thing. There's some days I get out of bed and I'm ornery. I, I know it's shocking, forgive me. And you know what else? I want to be ornery. And you know what else? I want to be ornery to everybody that's around me. Yeah? There's those days where I'm like, I'm ornery and I want everybody to know I'm ornery and if, if you... Bring it. It's one of those days. Say something nice to me. I dare you. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a prayer warrior on my side. She's, and, and that's what she does. That's fine. I'll just go pray. Don't you pray for me, woman. You think you're doing? Let's God go over there. And Don't be acting all spiritual to me. You know who I am? I pastor this place. Doesn't last very long. Pretty soon I'm like, because I say search me, and all of a sudden I mean, you know, I'll tell you the day thing. We you we need to be so grateful for the gracious, uh, merciful God that we have. Because if it was me, it would be crispy critter. Praise God! But I'm going to tell you, there's coming a day, folks. There's coming a day. And so we need to allow the Lord to lead us in his everlasting ways. See, too many times the Lord shows up and we justify rather than repent and get healed. Now, here's the other thing. Many people are hurting. They don't know. And, and another part of this is allowing the Lord to search you. Some of you are hanging on to some of your things and your hurts and your past so hard that it's, it's causing problems in your today. Will you let go? Let go. And listen, I know there's been some horrific things that have happened to some people here. I'm sure of it. You know, just by percentages, you have to know that. Just by the amount of people that are here. Does that define who you are? Do not let some offense, some hurt, and it may have been illegitimate. Somebody just flat out did me wrong. Do not let that be who you are. Let Christ be who you are. The Christ in you be who you are. No more than that tattoo identifies who he is. Does that hurt, that, that pain that we're in, identify who we are if you are in Christ? That's who we identify with. Yep. You know, I mean, Jeremy Horn sings a song, and I love it. Jesus looks down and, and you, I'm a mess. Yep, you're a beautiful mess to him. 
And he wants to help us. He wants to clean us. He wants to heal us. He wants to deliver you. Some of you are still hanging on to things that are dictating from the past, that are dictating your today. And I'm saying, let's get free of it. Let's get free of it. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I know it's a fight. I know. There's some things I remember. Now, I've, I've been gotten freed up of a whole lot of things. You know, I, I was raised in a home. My dad never hated my mom. They just got divorced. My dad moved away, and, and things were hard. You know, I'm a young man growing up, and, and um, you know, me and my mom, we were clashing because, you know, I'm 16 years old. I'm a man now. Ain't no woman going to tell me what to do. That didn't go well, by the way. <laughs> she was a super ninja with a broom. I'm just telling you that. Me and my brother, I'll never forget me and my brother, you know, we came home, and at that time it wasn't WWE wrestling, it was big time wrestling is what it was called. So we were big time wrestling on her bed. She appeared in the doorway in a cloud of smoke, poof, with a broom. Ninja. I don't know what that's got to do with anything, but we've got problems. God wants to heal. I know where I was going with that. I know where I was going with that. Yeah. Yep. God, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Brought me back around. So, broken home, and there was something in me that somehow, now my dad loved me and I knew he loved me. And it wasn't a bad relationship, it wasn't anything like that. But it was one of those things that he wasn't around. So, if I could just do enough to prove to him. So, I mean, I played sports, and I mean, I would be hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, practicing, 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 driven, driven by this desire to somehow measure up. And I'll tell you what, that affected me for a lot of years, even as an adult, driven, 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 until I got born again. And it didn't happen right away overnight, even when I was born again. It took me a while to process. Wait a second. I am accepted by the Lord Jesus Christ right where I am at. And he will take me to where I need to go. But he accepts me and I don't have to prove anything to him. That made me free. Made me free. And so when, when that, and that was a healing. So some of us, again, are trying to hang on to things or prove something. Or, and don't let the enemy condemn you either. When you say, search me, O Lord, and the Lord puts his finger on something, you say, oh, oh, yep, I blew it, that's it, it's over, oh my God, he can never... No, just repent, let him heal you. Do not not let the enemy condemn you. Because that's a lie. Immediately the enemy is going to come. Immediately. And say, well, see, what you did, you're done. That's not Jesus, man. He's He's a restorer of our souls. And so, but again, some of us need to go ahead and say, Lord, search me. In Psalms 147, in verse 1 through 3, it says, Praise the Lord, for it's good to sing praises to your to our God. For it's pleasant and praise is beautiful. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. This is the part I'm getting to, verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted. He heals the brokenhearted. Don't ever ask yourself, does God want my heart healed? He just said he did. And he binds up your wounds. Now, anybody that's been 
works in the medical field or anything like that, when there's a wound and he binds them up, I mean, they're bound. I mean, you get stitched up, it's stitched. He heals them up. He binds them. He wants to do that. See, some have been hurt, disappointed, offended, brokenhearted, cast down, chewed up by life. And listen, I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir today because we've all experienced some of that in our lives. Every one of us. Where you're just like, you know, you know, even, even when things are good, there's just days you just you wake up and you're like, life has just chewed me up and it spit me out and forget it. It ain't even worth it. But it is in Christ. Because he wants to heal you. He wants you to be, to be free. See, we need to allow the Lord to heal you and get on with what the Lord has for you. Now, I want to talk about this offense, offense a little bit. You know, many people are stuck in the exact spot where they got offended. They're stuck right there. Can't let it go. Won't let it go. Let it go. Just let it go. You really won't. You're not going to find that peace. It's amazing to me, and I've experienced this again. I'm, I'm my own best example. <laughs> Somebody offends me. And I'm just, I mean, gritting my teeth, and I'm gnawing, and I'm not sleeping, and I'm tossing and turning, and I'm plotting. How am I going to get them back? <laughs> pretty spiritual, pretty spiritual. You know, I'm like, oh, when I see them again, oh, boy, am I, oh, when I see them, I'm going to let them have it. Boy, and I say, oh, wait till I, and I mean, I start thinking about everything I'm going to say to them, boy, and I'm, I, I don't go as far as writing it down, but I go, I rehearse it. I rehearse it. And I nurse that baby, and I rehearse that baby, and, and, and I'm all ready, and, and guess what? That person may know they offended me, and not have, they slept like a baby last night. Me, I'm tossing and turning, and I'm gyrating and freaking out, and I'm ornery and grouchy with everybody, and they're sleeping like a baby. There's something wrong with that. So I'm going to say, you know what, Lord? Forgive me, I'm not going to be offended. Move down to their house and start harassing them. Show them where they were, they were offensive. Amen? Well, listen, here's what I want to do today. Jonathan, play me some music if you can of some kind. Something worshipful. Yeah. Some worship music, yes. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. So you better clarify things, yeah. Some worship music. And what I'd like to do is I want to turn the, turn the lights down. I just want to open the altar. And this isn't a pastor scout praying for you. This is a you and a God thing. And you know what? You're going to find that we're going to kind of be here and quiet and let, and people are going to get uncomfortable because they're not used to just being quiet before the Lord and, and allowing maybe the Lord to show you some things or maybe allowing the Lord to heal some things or maybe there's just some things that you just need to say, Lord, I, need to, I just want to let this go and I'm going to give it to you because too many people do this. I'll, I'll go back to anger. Lord, I want to get rid of the anger, but they put it on a yo-yo string. I want to get rid of the anger until it suits me. Anger, back. There it is. No, give it to you. Take it back. Give it to you. Take it back. Depending on my circumstance. I have a right to be angry right now, so I'm going to be angry right now. I'm going to give it to you. I'm giving the anger, Lord. Nope, I'm going to take it back. I'm giving it to you. Nope, take it back. And that could be anything. Give it to him and cut the string. And allow him. And it may not happen instantly overnight, folks. There's been things in my life since I've been born again, I've been fighting tooth and nail to this day. Some things I got delivered of immediately. Some things I'm still fighting. Don't give up. 
But allow the Lord to search you. And if I dare say, try you. And let him heal you. Amen. So I'm going to open this altar. And please come. Spend some time with the Lord. We're going to take a few minutes and, and, and just do this. And this is the thing between you and the Lord. Because you're the one that has to go home and live with you. I can't. I've got to go home and live with me. <laughs> so I just want to open this altar. Please take this opportunity. Now, can the Lord touch you right where you're at? Sure he can. Can he touch you at home? Yes, he can. Can he touch you driving down the street? Yes, he can. But man, there's something about coming to the altar of God in a corporate setting and allowing God to do some work in this setting. There's just something about it. So I'm opening the altars to you today. Amen. Faith in action. Yep. Praise God. And I'll lead the charge. <laughs>